0: welcome chooms to this special episode of campaign comrades a very pre- i should have said a very preem episode of campaign Nova. Comrades. supernova we're going there we are going far beyond we are diving into we're we're, we're living on the edge today living on the edge <laughs> we are of glory we are doing our monthly adaptation episode and finally got everybody to watch cyberpunk edge runners this is going to be a very interesting uh take on this series because from our differing perspectives because mike and matt have now watched it without playing the game Mm -hmm. i watched i watched it first played the game and then watched it again and then andrew played the game and then watched it so we're all kind of coming at it from different touchstones and like my views on it definitely changed after it was that a unique experience for me having watched it before and having some confusion and then playing the game and then and then seeing it again and having those things cleared up and i had different opinions on some of these elements some for the better some for the worse, i'd say but i think we've got some unique perspectives to bring in to look at this one like best gaming adaptation at its year of like the game awards and shit right
1: yes it i'm pretty
0: did. sure pretty sure it was a shoe-in it's i've got like its page open here like, damn it, good it's got some
2: so one best it anime it won series a decent I can... amount of awards
0: no it didn't it didn't it was only nominated hmm. it was 2022 was it this was that the same year as arcane because arcane might have won if it was the same year Because last yeah, because last year was yeah,
1: it was arcane. It was arcane.
0: Because then last year was or this most recent year was uh, Last of Us, Mm -hmm. which was not competing against those two. So yeah, it's a it's a toss up. I honestly think I'm gonna like I already know what my scores are gonna be when we get to the end of the episode, unless you guys like have some real strong arguments that kind of shake me off my my firm beliefs. That I think this is this is for me is going to no pun intended edge out arcane for me as like my top rated thing for this sub series that we do on the show, but uh, it is kind of a toss up. You know when you put them side by side, which one is like you have to look at them. Which is the better adaptation? Which is the better just show in and of itself? Mm-hmm. It's the it's it's kind of they do kind of go neck and neck in a lot of ways but uh, I think for me interesting that they released them both in the same year from Netflix and they were just high quality animations too. Right. You know, like that was like, yep. what was so strong about Is that, that also was,
2: the year they did. Um, they had another animated movie that got a lot of uh, praise. I think it was like Nomana or something. I think I know which one you're talking a, about. A Pink haired shapeshifter.
0: Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. I know what you're the one you're talking about. And yeah, a lot of people like that. Um, because I think that was also sometime around then. Yes. Yeah, they were they were on a good animation kick at that point. But, you know. And now they're going you,
2: live action anime. How can,
0: how can you go wrong, you know, with the partnership <laughs> with with uh, with Studio Trigger here? I know Matt is the real, you know, he's the real cultured one. I'm doing Steeplefingers. Fingers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, he's, he's the Trigger head here. I love um,
2: Studio Trigger.
0: Yeah, how does this stand up in terms of the rest of Trigger's catalog i mean it, it
2: shares a lot of theming with uh, kill lock hill in particular which uh fo- follows a lot of the same type of it's a little longer uh, kill lock hill is a 24 episode uh but that's a full series and then that's it there's no more there's no second season or anything like that uh well it's the same here with dead runners this is just gonna be yeah. you know this is a limited series run which i really appreciated yeah i don't i don't I don't think this story needs a second season. Yeah, I like that they're, sticking, a second that, season. They're,
0: that they're staying strong with like, you know, how well received it was. Mm-hmm. You know, you know Netflix approached them and were like, please we'll give you all the money to, you know, do it. you know, force a second right, right season.
2: about David Martinez's unknown twin brother. With Lucy yeah. on the moon, Diego yeah. know, Martinez. Like, yeah.
0: Uh, you know that they did that, and they're like, no, we're content with the story that we provided here to sit on its own. It
2: would cheapen the ending. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, but I wasn't sure if they were gonna do like a different character season two type
0: thing. Yeah, the best uh, they could do would be like an anthology, right? Yeah, you know, it's yeah, yeah that's it's fu- it's a whole new storyline, whole new cast of characters. Yeah. The different returning time. the returning character is Night City. Night City is a character yeah. in and of itself. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm you, doing You, I'm maybe, doing get the a, you maybe
2: get a background shot where you see Lucy's hair passing by as a yeah. like an anchoring point.
1: Yeah. Or like a fixer will will be in the next one or something like that would be the only way to do this if they really want. It's
2: following to. Faraday's rise to being a fixer. Um, yeah. So When we do these
0: series episodes, we like we don't like go through and and you know break down every single episode. Um, it's too it's simply too much to do that but we do like favorites and and least favorites and we can do that with like characters too like who's your who's your who's your edge runners main who's your uh who's your favorite Lucy uh, is mommy and say who's your favorite character from the crew
1: I mean yeah it it's it's Lucy or, or David right i i don't know how you can really I mean, Rebecca. I, mean,
2: I, I was I would about to say there's another take... character you can say, but you're yeah. not allowed to say that's your favorite character because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: because of the implications. Uh, see, I'm a I'm a main head.
2: I love Maine. Mm. Maine was very right. very good character. I actually thought they did a lot of cool stuff with how they animated Maine and a lot of the the frames that they used for him over and over for a lot of the like the conversations with uh, David, especially love- but in. Uh, you know, I don't want to get into it
3: now, but episode six, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. those animations, the uh, the dialogue between Main and David, just mwah. Yeah, it's like one of those things, like I know Studio the Trigger well enough to know yes.
2: their, their usage of the same frames is not unintentional. Yeah, And it's not just, oh, we want to just have this uh, frame so we've already drawn it. There's reasoning for uh, why they do things they do but i, I, like I love book.
0: the the mirroring they do between main and david that you yep. know they'll do but you know they they really hit home with like him quoting with david quoting main at the end and yep. you know really kind of coming into his own and making main proud but like the bits of like them like shooting up the immuno blockers at the same time in the yeah. same arm yeah. and seeing their trajectory as they go and seeing the the foreshadowing that what will happen to david Uh, through, you know, through Maine's rise and fall. And it's... uh, The the, the subtle handshaking is the first sign followed by
2: the...
3: And, I mean, just the structure of the series uh, itself, I really liked the time jump and, like, the split in the season. Um, You know, that you get, like,
2: what could be a almost... Yeah, you you get a really a condensed of hero episode. story. You you get the the rise to being the hero, the the peak there, the fall, and then the the end.
3: Yeah, and I just you know that the split and the the episode six with Maine, I thought was just incredibly well done, um, and really made it like a. I think that decision and the execution of it made the show really
0: uh, stand out to me. In terms of my like probably least favorite character and like I can't even really call it that but is probably uh, Pilar and so it's like you know that they were going to have to kill him off first because the character would get too annoying if they yeah. if they kept him around too long and uh i don't even remember who that is he's the know. he's the he's rebecca's he's the older brother guy. he's the yeah he's got the cyber hands and oh yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. the one who I gets his that. head blown off by the yeah. by the, the cyber, the cyber psycho. psycho yep but it's like yeah he's he would just get too he would get too over the top if they uh if they kept him around too long yeah my favorite bit on that part is like Rebecca's well, there, there's a
2: funny bit where uh rebecca takes on the the moniker of having the big weird hands yeah, yeah and she, but she's like uh when
0: when the cyber psycho kills kills him uh she's like she's pissed at him She's like you're not allowed to kill kill him that's my job or like only i'm allowed to do that you know it's like that you know one of these days uh you know she was gonna she was gonna pop his
2: ass because he was like a kid. completely believable statement coming from rebecca Mm-hmm.
0: yes yeah, there's there's
1: real um, menace behind those words, and it's not not an empty statement
2: coming from her. I mean, it's because she has five foot girl boss energy.
1: <laughs> no, she is. Everyone the knows that character. once the once the once the she height is. gets she under five
2: foot, it becomes an an exponential rate of anger generation. She has serious, uh, you know,
0: bipolar energy. That just, you know, literally on a on a hair trigger, just, you know, mm-hmm. is either super depressed or, you know, is is literally going to kill you. A BPD girl boss like <laughs> Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, yeah, why you know, we'll say we'll be charitable and say why most of the of that section of the internet was obsessed with her at at the series launch and not for other reasons. Definitely mm-hmm. not for other reasons. Mm-hmm. Um. Did uh? Did we all watch it in in the in the dub?
2: Yes. Yeah. I've seen all, all of the crucial scenes in Japanese. I definitely would rewatch
0: it in the sub, but time constraints and things. I, I remember when my... it first came out. Matt and I watched the first episode together in yeah. the sub. And it was, like, pretty good, but, like, then it, it just became clear, and it was, you know, I feel vindicated in that my weeaboo creds aren't getting taken because Reddit agreed with me that, uh, <laughs> that you know, this is, this is, like, the rare exception to the rule where you actually want to watch the, the dub. I mean, it's focused in America. Yeah, that's what I was saying, saying to you guys is, like, that while cyberpunk as a genre is so heavily influenced and has its genesis in Japan. Um, this you know cyberpunk TM, cyberpunk 2070, 2077 mm-hmm. or cyberpunk red, you know like the the art the art TTRPG that it's based off of this universe is a uniquely American take on on the cyberpunk genre. It takes place in what would have been X United States. You know, getting into the actual lore, it's like Night City is not part of the new USA after like these corporate wars and shit. It's like its own little haven. But it's and like they got a it,
3: dude named David Martinez.
0: Yeah, like, it's lo- it's located in like like California, Nevada yeah. area. Um there's a there's a lot of, of um of like Mexican and uh Hispanic and Latin influences in the city. I mean, one of the major gangs. In the city is uh, is you know, basically all Latin. Yep. Um. It's uh. You know. It's like that. That's a strong part of its identity. But then it's like you know you don't get like the 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 so much of its care of the the character of the universe is like the slang, right? And it's like how do you translate chum into into Japanese, right? Yeah. you just say chum. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah, I don't. I, I I want to go back and kind of rewatch an episode, an episode or two in Japanese to to see how exactly they handle it. But I just feel like it flows better in English, and just kind of makes a little bit more sense in in you know knowing the kind of the in universe reasons for where it exists and why it exists and what it's trying to do. I think English is the is the best way to go, at least at first. Um, and yeah, I, th- I think it's that's the and like you got a lot of they had a, a lot of uh, kind of or some significant big name voice talent too for the American
2: mm-hmm. American. mean, cast. on top of the fact that the uh, the op is an English uh, song, mm-hmm. yeah, Franz Ferdinand. Who
0: they're what? Where are they from?
2: They're somewhere in Europe. There are they. I mean, Archduke Franz Ferdinand was from uh,
0: they are they're oh, they're Scottish. Okay, I thought that I thought I saw somewhere that they were
2: somewhere. I mean, Scottish Scottish. is in fact European,
0: yeah,
2: Yeah, I guess, (laughs) I guess.
1: I guess you're right <laughs> but like they're the cool
0: europeans yeah i mean they're like the, the welsh they're, they're that's the right few, calling they're out the, out few, few they're the welsh ex- homies out there they're the few acceptable ones on that on that on that hell continent subcontinent Yeah, that,
2: that little that little cursed that island Lago.
0: yeah um all right so we just want to go <laughs> in and and everybody talk about what's your what's your favorite and least favorite episode
2: anybody yes. anybody have Calm down have uh i'll start negative i don't have a least favorite episode Same. it's really hard for me to pick yeah. one. i think pacing wise each episode has exactly its purpose yeah i i can't pick one and i watched
3: them all and like binge watched them so a lot of them bled together
2: so i do know my I mean, a, favorite, lot the, a lot of a lot of them really are meant to be watched together so that you yeah. keep the, the tension.
0: I'd say probably my um my least favorite one is probably uh number seven. Uh number seven uh titled Stronger. It's the it's the one yeah. after it, the It's the first Gump. Swole David episode. Yeah. Definitely yeah. the weakest. And it's just like um it's a little bit of yeah, connective tissue from uh, yeah, but you and, see it, the whole
2: the whole purpose of that episode is just to show that David has just become main. Right. That, that thing, like, things run know, exactly the same with David now that they ran with Maine and his previous crew. Yeah, the, my my one bit is just like that
0: it's uh it is, the, in the jobs that they're doing like are just disconnected from the main plot. They're just doing regular gigs, you know. Yeah. Now. But yeah, it's like you're seeing him you know, fully beefed up, you know, he's still rock, you know, he's, he's fully stepped into the mantle of like the San Devastan of Santo. And, and, you know, he's got, he's got main's cannon arms on there. Mm-hmm. So like that was one where he fights he, against...
2: He's chrome, He's chrome uh, neck down. He's chromed the fuck up.
1: But the other thing about that episode, I think is that it, it also sets up the the final three episodes of the series it sets up the has yeah and has a lot of there's it's it's exposition heavy like there's a scene where you essentially are just told all of lucy's key background story notes and i think that's where it is a little weak in in its storytelling is that she literally just tells you the story in a you know pretty flat
2: out lucy stops being a character for like two episodes basically Mm -hmm. Like, you yeah, really don't see her much in 7 or 8. It kind of would have been ten. cool
0: instead if, it, you know, if it was just like a flashback episode or something. You yes. Know, yes. Or it's, it's purely just from her perspective. Yeah, and they could have done like a split and it comes, episode. And it comes back to, you know, like then just like a mission with David, you know, David yeah. gets back from this mission or, you know, this gig and is just, uh, you know, all worn out. And, and you know,
2: she's still...
0: You then get that dynamic I mean, of you know they're all still together, might not, not but... even
2: be the right term. Dude, dude is in the the full thralls of uh, cyber psychosis at that point. He's yeah showing those because the it like it ends or there's like
0: one frame that ends where yeah Lucy Lucy's looking at him and then the same hand of Maine of Maine starts twitching again yes. just as Maine. Like I said, it's poetry. It rhymes.
2: Uh, i was was always just left curious by the end of the show of what would have happened had david only ever stuck with the sandevistan because he clearly showed the aptitude for it where it's like would he have ever succumbed to psychosis if he never chromed anything past that would he have been able to use it uh at will relatively speaking
1: so that's um an interesting point because i don't think I don't think that's a possibility. I think one of the themes is how corruptive these things are in that like the cybernetics almost stand in as a direct symbol of capitalism and how once it's got its hooks in you, it just completely well, i mean completely I've, I've
2: always you. looked at it and it's a, a, a severely more destructive manner of it, but I've always looked at it like tattoos. Is everyone I know who gets a tattoo, they get that first tattoo, they fall in love with it, they're super happy, and then they get the next one, and then after they get the next one, the the third one comes quicker, and next thing you know, you've got you've got your full sleeve on there. He's he's anti-tattoo uh, folk. He's he's taking yeah. a stance here. It's yeah. not at all that me, though. Like I,
0: yes,
3: I no I'm giggling because I had an appointment Friday, but. Uh, Yeah, his other no, like I'm I'm not saying
2: it in a negative uh, connotation. There, it's just more of like true. once you get the the first chrome piece on, next you got to you know the legs next. You know, uh, I'm too slow, can't react fast enough. Um,
0: yeah, Matt's in his like you'll never get a job, a real job with with tattooed individuals. You'll never you'll never get a real Arasaka
2: job if you're chromed the fuck out.
0: Um so yeah your your point Andrew it's like this cyberpunk and you know I'm specifically referring to this universe it's not like you know anti this is the 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 theme is not like anti tech it's not like anti technology it is a stand in it is the metaphor for capitalism um which i've been working on this kind of this my overall kind of thesis of the show and can kind of touch on a point of it here but yeah it's the it's the reality that um you don't have you you have this illusion of choice right yeah. you are you are really kind of forced down you know basically in in this universe it's one of two tracks and it's um you know being an edge runner or being you know a uh you know an corpo. edge runner uh, a a ganger or you know yeah just a corporate corpo rat i think it's a an interesting point that
3: this is not anti-technology but rather anti-capitalism because you know post world war ii a lot of media especially in sci-fi was taking a critical stance on the technology Mm -hmm. um and you know it was a Largely, I mean, especially the closer of, to World War II
2: aspects well, to understand why. There was a bit was of a technolog- technological and, jump. It, yeah, that yeah, and it's the,
0: it, is the, it is a reaction more, again, it, technology is kind of like the symptom. It's a yes. reaction to the formation of the military-industrial complex right you know that's the technology makes those jumps because it is a factor of war of making war of dealing yes
3: exactly and it, and it, it was you know their critiques are specific to the military industrial complex to the proliferation of technology to the like a final critical understanding of technology as a largely state and military um you know apparatus and um you know, uh, you know, it's always accepted and and created and uh, you know funded through there and has historically. So I think it's an interesting change here um, from that you know critique of just the specific military-industrial complex, you know, which is capitalism, but now taking it that final step further and really looking at the technology solely, you know, through the lens of capitalism and critiquing capitalism at its core through the technology um
0: these, these things are tied together because like what what do they keep saying about the sandevistan it's a it's military grade implant yeah, yeah. So, so Mil- I mean, militech that, that got, militech, uh, David. Mil- militech is like yeah. the yeah. number two biggest megacorp
3: and i'm not you saying know. that that point is lost about the military industrial complex but i think it's interesting to you know that's taken it the full step further that the that the military industrial complex is a symptom of capitalism. And it's really capitalism and, and the um you know the need to make money, not to, you know, be the first. Because, you know, the military industrial complex as it was understood by the masses and even through history has been like um, you know, one of being the first to do something, uh to the first to the internet, first to the moon. Like it had more of a nationalistic uh, tone to it, even in the critiques, whereas we, have you know, this really, uh, I think, hammered home on just capitalism as an ideology, Um, like that's where the attack is. And then you see the symptoms of it. But the, the true critique for those that are, you know, in the know can understand it is, you know the economic theory in and of itself
0: one thing i was reading when you know just kind of doing my kind of due diligence on the episode is is someone pointed out and i think this is really true is that cyber this version of cyberpunk of the genre this the universe created by mike pondsmith um for the originally for the tabletop um is a is anti-capitalist but it is not a uh it's not like say like a guide towards revolution it's not about it's not about dismantling capitalism it is the warning of this is where we're headed right Mm -hmm. and it's about how if we get there which all signs indicate that that's where we're going um you will only have these options of kind of self-expression will be basically clawing back some marginal sense of agency through the, you know, the idea of, you know, going out in the blaze of glory, right? You know, the become, you know, becoming a legend in that sense. And that there is no hope for, there's no hope for real, true, like liberation or uh flourishing that the only thing that we can hope that there's there's no self-propagation because this oh, yeah this world fucking sucks and is is doomed the only chance for immortality that we have is to become a legend is to is to die gloriously and to go out in this blaze of glory and like some to, viking shit yeah that's all that
2: would that remains there because that's and my biggest thing with David as a character is David shows throughout the show that he's a care a character technically with no agency. Mm-hmm. N- none of the and, decisions and Lucy he makes says have as any actual control on what happens in the, the actual outcome for him. The outcome was sealed from the day he was born. Well, and yes. and Luz I forget what episode it is, but Lucy
3: makes that point to him that he's constantly living someone else's life or living for someone else's life well that's the funny
2: part is he he happily does that at the end yeah he happily says that this is what my mother and maine would have wanted whereas early on david was uh, rebellious to his mother's dreams of wanting him to you know rise atop arasaka tower which admittedly uh, was never going to be a realistic outcome for him given the circumstance
3: one like larger critique i'll I'll give to the story as a whole is and, and to Matt's point that David doesn't have agency and is, you know, a character that they're obviously trying to show that he doesn't have agency and they're trying to, you know, promote. Well, their like I was, t- I was telling through that.
2: Ben and Andrew yesterday that like whether or not he meets Lucy has no effect on whether or not he ends up in the cyber skeleton. Yeah, he ends exactly. up in that cyber skeleton, regardless of that, that key inflection point in what his life becomes, and,
3: and so my my uh, critique of the show is Lucy is their character that has agency, you know that is she is escaped, the actual main character. Say,
0: proved proved by the fact that she's the only one that survives.
3: Exactly, and and I don't I think they could have um, drilled down harder on that, or like you know if they had uh, episode seven being a split episode where she has a flashback. Uh, arc or something like that. They could have driven that home uh slightly better than they they did because there was so much focus on David. Um, but
2: I, I think well, that Lucy... David is the the legend, David is the one that you're going to hear about through through lore and legend. No one's going to know about the, Lucy because
0: that only happens if you
2: die. Again, yeah. it's
0: like that. The only way that you Lu- Lucy succeed... gets
2: her dream that she wanted I... from the beginning. All right. So this is so this
0: is. I will... this is... Okay, go
1: ahead. Hold on, I do want I do want to add something there because I think, Mike, that's a fair critique in a way. But I I almost do view it as Lucy choosing to remove herself from the story and by not even being in it for the time. That's she's how she not, gets Almost that is that's... almost them doing that. Yeah, like, no, that's I, showing the, yeah, the just, ability the, for her to choose in a way. The
3: dialogue and the the plot devices and how they progress that I they just didn't make it as obvious to the viewer I I think that they could have done that better I have no problem yeah. with her being removed I do think that they could have still made that point with like splitting an episode of her like you know in a flashback just like well she's diving or something you know and then yeah. we cut to David there's ways to do that um but yeah it was just more that they didn't uh make it so obvious for the the dummies watching it the plebs the
0: masses <laughs> um we're just like ooh pretty colors guns go boom booba yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> which i mean
2: it's got all those and it does them all really well
1: it <laughs> also like, tells
2: s- the lie of finding uh oh well actually i mean a rainbow haired girl who doesn't ruin your life yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 the uh yeah, just from like a, a, a st- taking a step back and just looking at it as like a pure aesthetic product, right? It's just it looks so good, dude. Bisexual lighting everywhere. Yeah. It's just the <laughs> I love. So mean, many I mean, I said it they... from
2: the very very early on. That trigger uh, triggers the DNA is all over the animation and the lighting and the shadows on the characters. Yeah, I love the I love the neon object source lighting
0: that they'll have like. These contrasting colors coming in from from opposing angles as both a highlight and a shadow. It's just like this really kind of fascinating study in color theory that just like works really really well. But it's also been funny to to look at it again in the kind of uh, baby brain version. And yeah, it's like oh look, it's yeah bi- bisexual lighting uh, all the time. But it's uh, it's it's always very striking. Um, pure aesthetics again. My only. My only actual complaint of the show is that the cyber skeleton looks
2: goofy as fuck. Yes.
0: Yes. a <laughs> uh, one thousand percent agree. It looks
2: hella goofy. I mean, every everything it does is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like we we just, we were all giggling like little school children every time a gravity uh destroys the, the gravity stomp. Yeah. The, yeah.
1: Yeah, the gravity stomp's very cool. Super cool. Um no,
3: it just it looked goofy as fuck. One
0: thing I, Except so for that one shot, except for that one shot after he's cleared out Militech and he zooms yeah. back over Rebecca and Falco and just his eyes are just, you know, or you just get the yeah. glare on his eyes and he's just kind of hovering over them. That's the one cool shot of it. Otherwise it's goofy as hell. And I'm totally with Adam Smasher that, you know, if this is a child's toy using anti-grav crutches, yeah, not yeah. even worth I mean, my he, time. He,
2: he dismantled it pretty uh, easily. And yeah. it's what like I enjoyed the uh, the anime trope of like huh, I had a little fun at the least.
0: Yeah. The, the I guess the other complaint that it's not about the sh- it's not really about the show, but it is that they make Adam Smasher an actual badass in in the show and in the game. He you literally even on like the hardest difficulties, you just fucking you you absolutely annihilate him in the end. Uh, so- yeah, but
2: that's just power scaling where. David Martinez is not the real anime MC. V is. <laughs> v is, yeah.
1: So so that that brings up something I do want to talk about. And I don't want to delve too far into the game side of this, this discussion, but I think the show deserves some flowers for representing the horror and and depravity and just the absolute destruction of really any humanity in night city in this world in a way that the game just doesn't come close to accomplishing um part of that's because i think gaming as a medium doesn't allow you to feel some of that pain like you don't playing a game you know you're just mowing down bodies you don't you don't get the story of like oh you just killed a janitor who has a son like whereas in the show you get that scene where david
2: the lab assistant? loses himself for the first yeah.
1: time yeah. and kills an it like an quote unquote like innocent person i mean yeah are we gonna have
2: a conversation call. about what what constitutes his innocence well yeah so right, here, right, here's but, okay
0: here's here we can finally now get to my my whole thing because it's like the question of is is that is that lady an innocent right is you know she's yeah. part of the corpo structure is she an innocent so it's kind of all these 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 things we've been talking about already it's like the lack of choice the 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 set paths that you are on the the rigid tracks that you are set along from birth based on your lot in life through capitalism right
1: and um, i do i do want to add one thing there ben before you continue the one thing that I really appreciate after wrapping it up is how the, the show literally tells you the entire story in the very first scene of it. It it, it literally lays out what will happen to David in the very first scene with the brain dance he's experiencing. And I, I thought that was a good way of, of tying it all together.
0: Um. All right. So my, my, my whole thing is that you are in night city. You have, you have one choice. And it ultimately leads to the same end. It is what, cho- how do you want to die, and what do you want to die? The capitalism gives you two choices: the death of the body or the death of the soul, and you must choose one or the other. You are, you know, say, complicit in doing great evil and great, uh, you know, great harm to your fellow human beings around you, choosing to become the edge runner which is what david does ultimately results in the death of the body he is he is you know killing you know he even says that, i've lost track of the number of you know thugs and gangers that i've killed in my life it, like in this time he's grown numb to it um these are all you know bad people quote unquote who have i think you know, they
2: even directly say at some point that uh, we're doing bad things to bad people yeah and it's that
0: uh So his, his, uh, his actions are more immediate, but your choice to go down the corpo route, you don't necessarily have the physical blood on your hands, but you are perpetuating the system that still deals death to untold, untold numbers of people. Right. And so you are, you are either going to, you know, save your soul and live free and, and, Go out on your quote unquote own terms by taking the more overtly violent route, or you are going to sell your soul to the devil and live your life in relative obscurity and as much comfort as can be kind of scraped from this existence, but at the, at the ultimate cost still of your humanity. And that is the choice that, that capitalism ultimately leaves at, uh, you know, all of us at some point. Uh, and it's kind of ties into the idea of the game too, because the whole, the whole crux of cyberpunk 2077 is then about the, how, even if you choose the edge runner path, uh, capitalism can still come for your soul, baby. Hmm. Uh, they can still, they can still come and take it, put it on a microchip. Um, that's, you know, the everything that happens with Johnny Silverhand and it's, uh, it's a compelling uh cautionary tale, right? Um I think it's sh- it shows us the perils and like, oh yeah, it'd be so cool to have all this cyberware, to have the sand devastan, have super speed. And I all mean, they, shit, they absolutely
2: uh, make the way the sand devastan works look really cool, like the animation for the sandy.
0: I love that they call it Sandy as well. But that ultimately. It ties back in again to your point, Matt, that like whether he chose to go back to Arasaka Academy or bat or right you know, when he Edger gets that route, first phone call, he was he was going into the cyber skeleton regardless. He mm. had no he had no real choice in the matter.
2: It, his and aptitude was either you're really good with cybernetics so we're going to keep testing you with cybernetics till we find your limit and you die. And it's, or, it, is,
0: it is just, again, this reality of what do you want to give up your body or your soul? And it's one or the other.
2: I mean, he even is given theoretically, whether or not it's true or not. Uh, Adam Smasher tells him right before he kills him at the end, like you could make a good construct. Like, yeah.
0: So Andrew, do you, you were like, kind of like wink, wink, nudge, nudging me when he gives yeah. that line do you think that's, that was what they're making a reference to that? Like that, do you think David's brain is going to end up on a chip at some point?
1: I, I don't have any other read on why they would include that sentence. I I think it's a hundred percent alluding to like, we're going to at least try and figure out why you had this predisposition to handling cybernetics, like whether or not he becomes a, a real construct or not. Um, I think it's a statement alluding to the fact that he's dead, but it doesn't matter. They're going to figure out what made him tick and why he had the abilities he had.
3: Does he, um, do, do we Cyberpunk see Jesus body? Remember he's special. Yeah. So, so like after he dies, do we see what happens to like the recovery of his body or anything? No, no. Cause who's to say that, uh, that someone didn't take a policy out on him and trauma comes scoops up swoops up his body brings it to
0: arasaka and then they make a a little chippy chip from his brain yeah or they make him i I love the line of when when david and adam smasher first come face to face and uh you know adam smasher you know the nc boogeyman of legend in the chrome heard you went heard you went no gannick full borg full Uh, borg uh, it's really cool. Just a great line. Um, all right, so we we actually haven't talked about favorite episodes. Favorite episodes. I feel like we have. We're all going to have a similar, similar read on it. That almost everybody's probably going to pick number six. Girl on Fire. Yeah. Um, when Maine goes cyber psycho. Yep. It's the yep. you know the true turning point in the series. And I, I agree. That is like that is probably the top episode. I really like one. the pilot. I really like the pilot. I think yeah. I think the first episode is so strong. And like Andrew the, Andrew. The first like, one
2: hits you with a couple different emotions yeah. um in just like 25 minutes.
0: Yeah, Andrew just like
2: texts us after
0: watching the first one. was like, Oh my god, I'm so mad, so sad. Like it's just like again, it's it is showing you everything that is rotten at the core of this of this world. The whole idea of the again, this is the this is the uh the healthcare system that fucking Jeff Bezos is gonna implement with his Amazon Amazon healthcare system. Oh god. You know, yeah. they're, gonna cre- Dude, they're, gonna create, scenes, they're gonna create they're gonna create they're gonna create
1: trauma teams. So heartbreaking the scenes where he's talking to the Ripper doc who like tells him his mother's gonna live and then oh you don't have enough money and then the next thing you know she's dead it is just like so devastating. Um the one thing that, so on favorite episode, and what's what's totally... shitty about that,
0: let me interrupt you just quickly, is yeah, like this be this is supposed to be like, oh, this is the future, right? That's this is the future we yes. don't want. This is our reality, folks. You know, that's isn't what we live in. If you don't also... have the money,
2: you're gonna fucking die.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, isn't the implication also in the beginning that her real job, air quotes, is as a trauma? Uh, mm. No, she's yeah, like a, she's like an emt. Like she's not yeah, she's yeah.
0: not she yeah. is not she is not trauma team. She no, is just an emt like the jacket yeah. that David takes is hers. Yeah. That's an EMT yeah. jacket. Yeah. Uh, but like what well, how she really makes her money is is she takes from dead people that
2: they, that so they that's that what I was gonna get at was that the, the implication that an EMT who works uh, theoretically alongside the trauma team wouldn't even have the basic like yeah. basic coverage plan to like remove her from a car accident.
3: Right.
2: Yeah, she and, was wearing yeah. the coat too in yeah. the scene. Mm-hmm.
1: And the other thing with his mother that I think helps point to building the theme of even when you're choosing, you are losing a part of yourself is that the one person in the story who I think is depicted as being a good person entirely up until a point is his mother. And then it's, it's revealed that in order to make ends meet she's had to make this choice of yeah, she, she even
2: she couldn't involved. do it the right way to get david right. up top she even had to go through the bottom yeah like i thought to give that, him would that chance. Was well, she's no she's not she's not special there in
0: any way right like when when david first passes out from the sandy from overuse of the sandy the medic that they're in the, that they're in the 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 ambulance with there yeah. pulls a gun on them and is going to like yeah. you know he's got a bounty on his head for the sand Devast- for the return of the sand and then it's a great scene where then Lucy kicks open Lucy the back pi- and they pilots
2: the thing out the the, the, gir- not, uh... the, the
0: gurney out yeah it's,
2: yeah it's yeah. definitely just because of how cool the action is and not yeah, the, the definitely the not
0: definitely not the angles definitely not the <laughs> angles of that shot
2: definitely not it's just cool but I think that that part where Main and crew like and he makes the revelation that you know his mother Gloria is the woman who was trying to sell him the Sandy. I think that's when he gains the respect for her again, because he realizes she isn't just the, the theoretical corpo sellout trying to get her son to the top, right. and that she also is uh, dragging through the dirt trying to, you know, ima- do anything possible. Imagine if Maine installed the Sandev stand.
0: Oh my god, dude would dude would have gone psycho in like the first um, the first Yeah, he, he yeah. probably
2: would have used it like three times.
0: Yeah, maybe. I think. So, I think per- the first and, and then the first his first
2: cyber psycho moment
0: would have been way worse. Yeah. So so oh, let's yeah. let's move then to episode six, which is probably the other top episode, "Girl on Fire." One of probably the the most striking and beautifully animated and scored episodes out there. The the depiction of Maine's cyberpsychosis is like so devastating, you know, just his, his confu- I mean, it's like, it's almost like used as like a tie in for like dementia. Yeah. He's just like not sure where he is, what he's doing. Can't remember is, you know, acts out violently against his loved ones uh, out of confusion. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's tragic and it's, you, you would think it's, you know,
2: it's actually one of the beautiful things, not, though, yeah. is the way that David grounds him during mm-hmm. the psychosis moment at the very that's end. That's what made like this that, episode for me. Like, like, bringing him back for just that moment. Lucy does it to David, too, at the end, mm-hmm. which gives you a little bit of a feel for how Maine must have felt about David as a, you know, a protege, an apprentice, uh, sort know, of a surrogate son. Someone the who is going to yeah, carry exactly. on the
0: legacy. Because, like I've said, like, that's the only. That's the only actual uh, possibility for some type of meaning making in this life is to leave an impression on those that are left behind, and that's something that that's that's <laughs> all that again we have now is yes. is how we create community and how we are able to influence those that we care about. Uh, we have no power in in under this system. We have no true agency to make meaning for ourselves uh, or, it's a, or to have meaning easily accessible. We must scrape tooth and nail to get it where we can. And it's often going to be in the most destructive manners possible. And it's, uh, yeah, it's tragic in it, but it's, it's inevitable, right? Based on uh, the, the material else. conditions we live in.
2: Something else that I, um think the show did a really good job of is we don't really see inside the head of a cyber psycho until we get to David's uh full cyber psycho moments where you get to see what he saw in that office with that doctor and the uh the the lab assistant or whatever the the main mm-hmm. the main mm-hmm. man's role was, you know, and the all the guns coming out of the like every orifice and it's like you you can truly see the. Like why it's a terrifying experience, and like why the what the chrome is doing to your brain.
1: The the dementia aspect of it, like I think, I think again, just it all it all really speaks to that, even when you are trying to not participate right like there isn't an option to not participate and no matter what it's going to just take that humanity from you one way or another like either through through participating in the corpo structure or through eventual cyber psychosis and death like you are going to lose yourself one way or another
0: yeah it is it's one of the the episodes where the themes of the show are on its clearest display, and uh, it's it's handled in a way that you know that could be so wild, over the top. Like the the action of the of the scene is actually kind of toned down. You don't actually yeah. see there's, a lot there's of. There's a lot
2: more emotional yeah. tension, especially between Lucy and David in the car when she's trying to convince him not to go back.
0: And it's just like, you know, you're, you're always, they always hold like the camera so close up close. into Maine. Yep. It's not like that you're seeing, you know, you get a uh, one, he blows up a, a cop here and another one yeah. there and a medic here, a trauma team there, a uh, Max tech there, you know, it's, uh, it's so always focused on Maine. And then to the point where it's internal, where it's looking at this, this uh, And again, They they do this beautiful kind of mirroring of like the episode starts with, basically it's like Maine when he first came to Night City, his his coming out of the desert as this kind of scrappy kid, no chrome, you know, uh, got some hope in his eyes, right? And then it ends like as deep. he's as he's staring out into the desert david yeah. is his only hope left everything else has been stripped away from him until the point where literally his body is flayed apart by this explosion that he creates and it's just the uh, played in such a in such a deliberate manner that it's it's uh, you can't kind of miss what's what uh what they're trying to hit home at and i think it's it's very successful more so i think than the end episodes which, are, yeah, still good, why it's, which yeah. are still good. Which are still good. was so it was incredible. They're still like the the last episodes are still very good, but like they are, they're not
2: as they're not as intentional. I think. As, I mean, as a- that episode, episode ten. Is. Episode 10's use of the song they play on the moon right at the end uh-huh. is like, yeah, that's a top they do the tier shot. emotional string yeah, pulling. Yeah, as, the,
0: as they do the shot where where he were in the cyber skeleton. David has, has, rescued, the, the rescu- has rescued, has rescued Lucy and they, and they're falling from the top of Arasaka tower and they're backlit by the moon as that song is playing. Yeah. Dude, when, when playing again, for me, cause I, I watched the show first to so then when I played the game and that song first came over the radio, in the game i'm just like i'm mowing down tiger claws and i'm just like
2: i did it Ma. i'm on the top
0: of arasaka tower <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's just like
0: you know bawling my eyes out
2: uh it was yeah, d- uh, definitely don't go read the lyrics to that song definitely yeah. doesn't make you cry harder yeah it's, it's like uh, i looked up the lyrics before the podcast I was like nope not reading those on the podcast <laughs> <Please."> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I won't get through these, so can't do it. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, no that that is too sad. But the, yeah, the um, episode title for number ten, "My Moon, My Man."
0: This is it's yeah, it's brutal.
2: And I mean, and, I said it to you guys after we watched it. Like she got her dream, but it felt like she it didn't even matter to her at that point because it wasn't the full. Like she didn't get to share it.
0: Yeah, because David wasn't there. It was only there in her mind.
1: And yeah. and I think it's um I do like that the David they show with her is the like pre chromed David. Like Young David, David. Yep. Yeah. Like it, Young um, David. just reinstated Which is the David that. she fell
2: in love with. Right. And relatively speaking, Swole David is where he became more main than David.
1: Right, exactly. Like that the David that has been in the show for the last several episodes isn't David. Helps helps just reinforce that that idea, I think.
2: Like the the going home and like sitting up and like not watching the TV but just sitting in front of it,
0: yeah, Def- absolutely, definitely healthy. Which is absolutely you know empty behind those 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 karoshi's. Nothing going on. Uh, I know it's not supposed to be funny, but we were laughing at the bit where he like, like when Rebecca again, got smushed. No, yeah. no, not that one. But no, the, I, I was
2: laughing when Rebecca got smushed.
0: No, it's the when uh. When David, you know, fully nude, swole David, fully nude, just like looking at the the photo of his mom, and you know, g- having the flashback to the the woman that he killed, and starts the nosebleed and just passes out, you know, face face down, yeah. ass up, uh, yeah, guys, the, fo- the, the absolute like worst to position to be found, prone position, yeah, it's just uh, yeah,
2: just, basically uh, like inverted fetal position, naked and... on the floor, <laughs> yeah it's uh
0: it's tough tough look all right so one thing i wanted to talk about briefly um uh not to like downplay the work that uh cd project did to you know to make the the game better after its disastrous release the, uh the show came out, out right around it was like the 1.6 update which was you know which is really where the game started to kind of solidify and to be like, this is a (laughs) good experience, but it was, but still obviously before the major overhaul of the 2.0 and whatever they're on right now. Um, 2.1. Yeah. It's, uh, and so not to downplay the work that that did to, to repopularize and the game and to help it, you know, sell even more, but like, Really, the sh- this show like really kind of is the was the key turning point in the kind of cultural appreciation for the game. You know, there's like there's actual data about like what uh, the impact that this that the that the show had on on sales. They were able to like cross the twenty million dollar, not twenty million dollar, the twenty million copies sold. Uh Yeah, because no, of this. Edrunners Runners. Edge Runners was
2: a huge post-launch push for them. Their quarterly yeah, profits, a lot of like, copies, went of up a, a ridiculous a, like, discounted price. Yeah, they're they're. I think profits... they coincided the the end episode with like a two week, like twenty dollar uh, for the full game sale or something like that.
0: Yeah, I remember getting the game on a good set on a very good sale. I did not pay
2: nearly. Yeah, I think I bought the game for like fourteen dollars, which. If the the game is at the point it is now is a, a an bargain.
0: absolute
2: steal for the oh, amount yeah. of content you
0: get there, um, and you know I That's only why played gaming always wins. Yeah, I only played on. I've only played it from the the two and beyond. I never played. I played when when um family. Yeah, th-
2: this show makes me sad that Rebirth is coming out in uh two weeks, so I don't have time to play Cyberpunk in between. But you know, you don't, get your chance. Yeah, you won't have to wait
0: too long <laughs> because it's going to be Andrew's pick eventually later this yep. year. So you'll get you'll 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 be forced to play it at some point this year. He's already decided. Air quotes yeah. forced. Yeah. Forced. Yeah. Yeah. Something like they had a seventy percent increase in revenue year on year when this came after this came out.
3: I remember even hearing about it, like say you know. Articles and shit about sales going there, there, there
2: was so much there were so many reddit threads that were like yeah. edge runners comes out and all of a sudden everyone forgives how bad the game was
0: yeah and, and like uh I mean they they reached new like concurrent player records after the game came out. It was a huge marketing success for the game you know that to the point where I again I don't think the game would be where it is at without I'm, I'm the sure style.
2: there were quite a few people who watched it and were like, I need to go find my Lucy. Well, because because <laughs> people have made the argument, I think kind of correctly
0: that edge runners really kind of tells the story and the themes that the game is trying to to tell and does not fully succeed at. Yes, it does a pretty good job, I would say, but it does not fully stick the landing. And whereas this, you know, sails through.
1: That's that's a hundred percent my my thoughts. Is that. This is great supplementary, you know, support to the themes in the game. Um Th- This is how you should
2: better. do adaptations. If you're going to put something alongside a game that just came out, is it should build upon the lore and give you something the game can't. And be short And how they do it. Like, I, I like that
3: this is a self-contained T- one ten, season. 10 episodes, ten episodes 25 episodes.
2: minutes apiece, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. Yep, no, I really ap- appreciate no, no, no that hidden episode. forty-five minute episode at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah.
0: the one thing I I that changed on my review. well, there's several things, but like my experience with the show is unique. I think in the sense that I I've, I've now watched it twice: once before and once after playing the game. There were bits when I first watched it that I was like kind of in the in the weeds for, like I didn't know what a brain dance was you know at that point so like so much of the beginning parts of it i'm like what the fuck is going on here like uh just some of the lingo not even not even like the 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 slang Ling-jum. but like just some of the actual just you know use case lingo just kind of went over my head and it, it like it made it like a max bit more- tack it made it a little bit more opaque for me. I where it, meant, it took no, it took me. It, I was able to yeah. do it, but like I just had to like kind of do a little bit more legwork. Um, whereas, you know, watching it again after playing it, being more familiar with the universe and its kind of the way it operates, the story was and the minutiae of the story. Its themes were always really well executed and really apparent but the minutiae of the story and the plot was vastly improved having being familiar with the universe the one thing yes. there are several cases that i didn't like of just like what what just felt to me like this kind of or organic no, no pun intended you know uh world that they're showing here it was just like oh that's just a fucking easter egg that they're doing uh, like when they go to Lizzie's bar or afterlife and you see rogue, you know, toast you with, with a glass, you know, it was just like, Oh, uh, that's just like gratuitous, you know, like uh, there's. Yeah. There, there's feel a little that way bit to a non-player. Right. But yeah. it does when you, when you've played before. And that's what I'm saying. Like it was, those moments were better. They just felt like this is just like a cool, you know, world, a living, breathing world. That they're showing me versus like, oh, yeah, that's a reference.
1: No, there's there's a little bit too much of the uh, Leo pointing at the screen. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like background stuff. Absolutely.
0: that they didn't need to do, you know, they just no. there was a night city is big enough that you don't have. They like, could have just gone to afterlife. You don't need to see rogue, you know? Yes. Um, And particularly in the way that they did, maybe like they walk past her table or something and she's kind of shadowy there in the corner. That it's it's literally a blink and you miss it kind of thing. It's, it was the literally the raising of the glass.
1: Yeah, yeah. To
0: me, it was just like, oh no, um, yeah, that's a little, little too much. Uh, so I, I like when they're subtle. I like when they're very subtle and they're not, you know, they're not so, you know, in your face. But that's, uh, you know, that's it for me. I uh, I think this was a good good episode. Should we do ratings and get on out of here?
1: yeah
0: let's right. do it i'm gonna i'm gonna write down uh, adaptation and show scores
2: who wants to go first
0: i'm happy to lead off if nobody else wants
2: to take to you say going first is always the tough one because you set the yeah. you set the mood am the, the tones uh, you jump in you're like yo this is a 10 out of 10 and people are like yo i was gonna give this a six I mean, I'm I'm
0: fine. I'm fine being this way, though. I'm giving it a ten for adaptation. I'm going there. I'm going ten for adaptation. Uh, I'm yeah. going. I mean, I, Andrew and I are the I'm only right ones who played, so it's it's.
1: I'm I'm right there with you because I think this is the first, besides Arcane, for for different reasons, primarily being that the game itself doesn't have a real story this is the first adaptation Arcane doesn't have a
2: game what are you talking about <laughs> real. Cannot hurt we, you. we don't we don't
0: talk about that
1: yeah <laughs> um but this is the first adaptation where i think it does a better job of exploring yeah it's movies, like if i could if i could go above them out if there. i could go
0: above it's like it's better than the game you know yes exactly
1: so so I would agree with you and, and go, I think it does deserve a 10. I don't think you could adapt something in a better way than they've done it.
2: So as a non-player, I, mean... I wasn't going to give it a 10 because I feel like that's disingenuous and mm-hmm. unfair as someone who hasn't played the game. But I was going to go over 9 just because of what I've seen in the way the connections are made and how much I enjoy the story being a... a and expanding upon something that the game itself it really is just more of a throwaway uh, like a side mission or like a blink and you miss it you would never see it again but you get to expand on that storyline through a mean like a different medium and that's something like if you're gonna do that that is how i would like to see adaptations handled more often it's like tell me a story of the game can't yeah so,
0: what do you give it a nine? A nine?
3: What?
0: A nine point five. Right. I'm gonna round it out.
3: Join Matt in that for the same reason. Like, uh, because I haven't played the game, I don't think I could give it a ten. Um, but oh, I think, yeah. I, and I, so I think it, they did an incredible job of of telling a, a video game, you know, story, keeping the themes, expanding on those themes. Um, and, yeah, it was overall a great fucking series to watch. So definitely a 9.5. It makes what? me want to build
2: my character as just Lucy and just play as Lucy. <laughs> dude, I, mine was I, the garotte my, wire. My V
0: that was was, basi- was basically a pure net runner. Uh, yeah, with the mono wire. Uh, and dude, it, it absolutely fucks. It's like you need to play on at the very minimum hard in order to make that a somewhat somewhat uh you know engaging experience it is it's it's op okay. the pure netrunner is is super absolutely OP. op um all right show show ranking um i have my few little nitpicks here and there that uh uh in order to not just be an absolute uh, an absolute simp i am going to knock it down a point and give it a 9 for for a show which i think is still at like it's like super high end of our of you know our ranking. Oh, yeah. list, I can't think of right? many
2: things we've given above a nine. I don't think so. I don't
0: no. know that we have given anything. Yeah. You know, Arcane, if which anything, we keep Arcane talking about came. again, is probably yeah. the only other one that comes close. And yeah, maybe do I quickly go back and listen to the episode and see what I gave Arcane to make sure I give it like a point one higher. Uh, <laughs>
2: Uh, that's uh, for for the very too. reason, so,
0: yeah. So I'm saying nine right now, but if you can go back, I'm not going to do it. If you can go it's back, it's point one and listen... higher than Arcane. Yeah,
2: it's point one yeah. <laughs> than Arcane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so your ranking is at X equals Arcane plus point one. Plus point one. Yeah.
0: Unless unless nine is already higher than it, I'm not going to go lower than a nine. Yeah. yeah
1: no I I agree it's a it's a nine or a nine point one. I don't think I went above a nine on Arcane so I'm pretty sure nine point one makes yeah. this the highest rated for me and and that's what I'm gonna give it
2: yeah okay, let's do that I give be, it the plus clear. point one bump for studio Trigger and I give it the nine point two <laughs> I think oh yeah I think they did a good job um it was entertaining um it it gut punches you several times, which is something Studio Trigger loves to. Loves to hide in there. Oh, it's a fun action anime. You're going to enjoy this. Uh, and then, like, and then you're crying. Of loved ones, and, <laughs>
0: yeah, you know. like, like you, like,
2: yeah, the guys. I kept sending this meme just because the guys are just
0: like, oh, I love this does show. It's so cool. And I'm just like, does he know? Does oh, he mean, know? I knew the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Does he know? Does, does he know? You're watching a tragedy, my friend.
2: <laughs> yeah. A, a classic Greek tragedy yeah, or yeah, a yeah. comedy, as I wouldn't.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Mike, what's uh what's the final score?
3: Um, I, I'm in line step with you guys of the nine or 9.1. Uh,
0: yeah, nine point one. Let's do nine point just... one because that gives it because that gives us to a yeah. nine point one average. Well, yeah, let's yeah. see. Yeah, because it gives us to thirty six point five total, so nine point one two five. Hell yeah! So we've got a we've got a nine point seven five for adaptation and a 9.1 yeah. for This
2: is this is going to be one of our highlights
0: show. as far as doing oh, yeah. these
2: bits go. I really this don't think, star.
0: I really don't think there's going to be anything for a long time that's going to yeah. that's that's going to top it.
2: And I sent you guys all the lyrics to the song in the group chat so you can all that. Uh, Matt yeah. you you simply must edit in the
0: the music playing. I From was thinking beginning. about doing
2: yeah. both the opening song and then yeah. the the moon song is the end. Yeah, yeah, just
0: give us eight seconds and you're good. ah full full two minutes. Fuck, <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're not coming for us. We're fine.
1: No.
2: All right. Well, that's that's me doubling down, just like when we were talking about Hell Divers with uh-huh. the Andrew stealing samples. Yeah. Yeah. Be on the lookout for this becoming a Hell Divers only podcast. Yes.
0: All right, James. Thank you for joining us today. It has indeed been Nova. We, super nova. We are campaign comrades. We will be releasing this episode probably at a slightly later schedule because it's. A, It'll be
2: tomorrow because I don't, uh, You're leaving tomorrow, right? So I I, mm-hmm. I won't have to come down. Well, I forgot tomorrow's a holiday. I, I did yeah. forget
0: that tomorrow's a holiday. So I'll, I can do some editing in the morning. So it'll come out later. It'll be a little bit. So that explains why it's a little bit later in the day for you for our our devoted Malaysian listeners. Yes.
1: Uh, Go get Ian Miles Chong.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Go get him.
0: Go get him. Um, thank you for listening. We will be back. Next week with are the news episode. Next week, is it? Yeah, yeah uh,
2: it's, it's it's the end of the month, right? It's like, and then yeah, after it's... that it's Half Life.
1: Yeah.
3: Which n- the next week episode may be a uh, sans Mike. Yeah, uh, he's
0: mo- he's moving. He's 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 uh, he's moving on up to the, i you know say to we'll say to the east side because that's the lyric but like <laughs> we'll be the farthest east and.
3: New
2: York, that I've ever lived. I was gonna say, go. keep it as ambiguous yes. as possible.
0: We're going east. All right. But thank you for joining. We will see you in the next
2: one. In the meantime, you can support us by following subscribing at twitch.tv slash campaign comrades as well as the YouTube. Leave channel. us a leave us a five star review on Spotify.
0: No no longer on Google Podcasts because that shit's going it's away. Alright, like to and another
2: another Google product thrown to the graveyard. Yeah,
0: fuck. and I do not like the
2: YouTube music Me either. thing. Me like, either. I, I, I
0: did switch to it, but like I'm probably just gonna re-up. I just do all
2: my podcasts through Spotify now. And so and yeah, i money.
0: I'm, I'm gonna re- <laughs> re- I'm gonna re up my premium subscription to, to Spotify and oh, okay. so also just move all my podcast name as well uh, yeah all right folks we will see you in the next one Bye-bye. bye bye